The following is an original, actual play Dungeons & Dragons podcast featuring comedians and improvisers in the great state of Vermont. Welcome to Improvised Weapons. Last time on Improvised Weapons. Don't worry, cleared it up. You are good to go. <laughs> good memory, that's exactly what <laughs> Oh, the Fetty Cash! Cassian loves TNT. We're um, so relatable. He's laid up with venereal disease. Well, I don't know Lysen or anything else. It goes deep, literally and figuratively. Have we got some stuff to discuss. First off, PAX East this past weekend was a blast. If you said hi, thank you for saying hi. I hope you all enjoy your fancy schmancy new stickers. It was super cool to meet so many people and hopefully bring them into the IWVT fold. Plus, we got some cool new minis and terrain to use in-game, so be on the lookout for those on the old Instagram. And now, our favorite part. We've got a new Patreon shout-out. This one goes out to Scott Hall. There is currently a person named Scott Hall, whose kindness is certainly not small. He likes our podcast, the whole ship killed him asked. He's a good dude, and that's certainly not all. If you're being bitten, he'll slay the beast. We happen to think that he needs a feast. When dragons attack, he'll be right at your back. If we're the bread, then this guy's the yeast. Do you want a cool custom shoutout like Scott's? Then head over to patreon.com slash IWVTCast and support the show. There's a bunch of cool rewards and the knowledge that you get to help make the show better for everyone. It's a win-win. Hey, our live show is next week. Saturday, April 21st, 6 p.m. at Vermont Comedy Club. There is very little room left, so if you want in, reserve your spot at vtcomedy.com. Now, after all that, it's time to get to the show. Let's hit it and crit it. Assuming, uh, Olash, you're going to drive the wagon, and Cassian, you're going to ride Daybreak back over to Gulrick's. Yeah. Okay. So you uh, you do that, keeping a lookout for whatever it is, but you uh, for whatever it is you've been seeing, but you don't see anything this time around. So uh, they're either hiding very well or they're not there. Uh, but you make it back to Gulrick's, no problem. I'm afraid of wagons. <laughs> and uh, you get the wagon in onto the premises as well as Daybreak. What you doing? Have I finished trans, uh, transcribing the book? Oh, uh, yeah. By now, you're, you're done. I think we are saddling up and, and riding, right? Um, I guess we'll take the wagon. There's, is there a way to get the wagon to where it's like out of sight of the road? Yeah, you can bring it around the back over the grave that you dug. <laughs> <laughs> you have to ride it uh, around the back of the building. Swish. And then you can like take... Gulrick and the guard out the the patio back entrance. Okay. Yeah. Um, Hide them in like a sack, a sack or something. We'll roll them up in a carpet. <laughs> <laughs> we are traveling carpet salesmen. <laughs> um, yeah. No. What should we conceal them in? Serious question. A sack. 
with like provisions that we're taking with us. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Is there a big enough burlap sack to, to yeah. stuff? You a could, you in? you go in the pantry and you like empty out a sack of flour or a sack of grain. Probably or one like sack that. for each of them. Keep them bagged up separate. One is flour. One is yeah. potatoes. And we take them one at a time so that they don't see each other. Oh, well, they're in sacks. I, <laughs> I mean, Goldrick's also blindfolded. <laughs> just to the best of our ability, we're going to keep them separate just to, so they don't necessarily know that there's another person in the wagon with them. I think they also both have not eaten in a day. We'll uh, feed them on the road. They, it's been probably about 15 to 16 hours since the fight. They're not starving yet. We, we give them a little drink of water, I guess. Enough, enough water to, to keep them good. We, we wet their gags. We can give them a real meal once we're on the road and out of sight of the, the authorities, right? Okay. We do this, oh, yeah, and sure. we take everything from uh, Galric's pantry that looks like it might, uh, like that looks like it might keep, you okay. know, not like immediately spoil. Yeah, you've got a, okay. a good amount of food with you then. And uh, I'm taking his his robe and slippies. Of course. So they're on. They're in sacks. Okay. They're in sacks in the wagon. Uh, we have to get to the Temple of Vigia. Is there anything else we want to take from the mansion that we should take from the mansion? We can ransack the place. I, yeah. I, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Well. Well. Let's Just think. Like what a else quick, might we need? Like, peek around. I don't know. I. We could do a one. We could do one more search through the library for and to see if we can find any notes, the library and the study for any like notes that might give a hint as to Garrick's plans, right? So yeah, we'll do one. We'll do another search of, of both of those rooms. Okay. A thorough search. So whoever is searching, roll investigation. So I guess I'll watch them. Nat twenty. So you don't find anything in reference to his plans, but you do find a very interesting book. Ooh, the Tome of Clear Thought. Ooh. Wondrous item, very rare. This book contains memory and logic exercises, and its words are charged with magic. If you spend 48 hours over a period of six days or fewer studying the book's contents and practicing its guidelines, your intelligence score increases by two, as does your maximum for that score. The manual then loses its magic but regains it in a century. And is, the, is there, like, something on the book that makes it clear that this is that it, it'll make me smarter for reading it? Or make whoever smarter read it? I see who's reading it. I mean, it's, it's full of, of like logic exercises and all that kind of stuff so you you can sort of see that okay you know you you see the benefit of it even outside of necessarily the magical nature of it but you can also just sort of feel it it's got a, a not necessarily like a an audible hum to it mm-hmm. but it it, it cool. vibrates with magical essence nice all right well, well we'll put that on the on the back burner for the moment but good to know good yeah. to have um, but otherwise, you don't find anything in terms of his plans. Uh, while you are sort of ransacking the house and searching for things, you do also see uh, something that you guys have been looking for before and and, and sort of stopped looking for for whatever reason. Um, but the, the cultist's wagon is outside. It's on the other oh. side of the house from where you guys had originally jumped the wall. I guess we might as well look through that, too. Oh, yeah. Searching the wagon. Yeah. Whoever's searching, roll investigation. 21. Not natural. 15. 3. 15. Okay. Uh, so in searching around, Yarfik, you are the the one who finds this. You, um, looking into the wagon, the cabin itself, there's there's really nothing there. It's it's very Spartan. It's just like simple chairs. There's barely, there isn't even like upholstery or anything on the seats. But in feeling around sort of under the lip, you, um, you find this just like this little uh, metal loop 
that uh, when you pull on it, this uh, small cupboard opens up under the seat. And in there is a, uh, a drawstring pouch. Mm. Uh, you take it out and you can feel that it's there's something in it. There's it's it's not empty. Uh, you open it up and look inside and it's got a, sort of just a, about a handful's worth of these small, cloudy blue crystal shards. Mm-hmm. I don't recognize them at all. Uh, roll intelligence. Just straight intelligence. Yep. Nat twenty. <laughs> um, right. So. You are rolling these these crystals around in your hand a little bit, just sort of looking at them, and you can tell like they, they don't have monetary value. They're not well cut gems, um, and, and even if they were well cut, like the coloring is off because they're sort of oddly cloudy. But it occurs to you that this is not the first time you've seen these. You remember as you've you've fought gargoyles twice now that you it it, it didn't mean anything to you at the time, but now it sort of hits you that. You saw one of these gems in the rubble of the gargoyles after every time you defeated them. Mm-hmm. Guys, I found gargoyle control stones. All right. Shit. Now we know who's sending the gargoyles after us that we didn't already know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean the gargoyles? We literally saw them snap their fingers yep, and point yep, at them. Yep. Yep. <clears throat> yeah, those gargoyles. I feel like either they're control stones or they're like you know you, you put water on them at midnight and they grow into gargoyles. <laughs> you think they grow living statues. You gotta put water on them at midnight. <laughs> <laughs> cool. I mean, I'm all for bringing some statues to life and causing trouble. Let's hang on to these, then. Into yeah. the bag of holding. Uh, okay. All right. Uh, now you are... Let's roll. You, you feel comfortable that you have gotten everything out of this house that you can. Light it on fire. <laughs> Let's just keep... Oh, wait. We haven't heard from Kathak yet, right? No, we haven't. Oh, but we're wasting time and, and daylight. And it's only been a couple of hours. He's on a very long mission, but we have to get going if we're going to find this. Well, thing. we should probably tell him to, like, stop looking. Sure. So we have to find Kathak and tell him to stop looking. But, I mean, We could leave a note at his that? house, you know? Or a note here. He'll probably come here. Uh, here's the thing. I'm just saying, I know we all like Kathak. I know he's, like, he's like a big softy, and we're all about that. He is still a nefarious criminal. And I feel like if he's busy searching up and down for an airship that is nowhere to be found, that's a net win for Team Good, right? Are we Team Good? Yeah, man. We're opposing the ancient slumbering evil. We could not be more good team if we all had matching jerseys that said Team Good with our last names on them and our numbers. We should get those. Yeah, we should get those. (laughs) What are your numbers? (laughs) Cassian's is 69. Low-hanging fruit. <laughs> That's what most people call him. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, well, then let's go to the temple. Yeah. Temple. Temple next. Okay. Just so I know, who is traveling by what means? Cassian, I'm assuming you're on daybreak. Mm-hmm. Who's I, driving the wagon? I can drive, you can drive, you can drive. I, I'm more than happy to have been doing it mostly. The wagon itself um, is pretty crowded right now. Because you've got all of those provisions, two sacks of people. Should we take a horse? A curse. Um, when we get close to the temple, we might want to cast silence on the inside of the wagon so that nobody can hear them murmuring. Should we maybe? Oh, we're going inside the temple. Knock them out. You sleep them. Yeah, maybe we should. E- either way, we can also take the horses. You guys can ride the horses. I'll just drive the wagon, so we can take their horses with us as well. Yeah. Okay. okay. I'll hop on a horse. I should disguise myself as someone else. Um, we are telling them that we we heard a commotion, came in, found nothing except the book. Oh, I mean, if we're going to... 
Yeah. I I say, well, first of all, Ildov may as well stay with the wagon because the yeah. temple people don't. She, she's don't not. Don't know me. And we need somebody to keep an eye on these dudes. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we should cast silence on the wagon just so nobody hears anything suspicious. I don't remember how long that, co- that goes for? Hold on. Ten minutes. Yeah, I think so. It, we're gonna be in there. We might be in there a little longer than ten minutes, but. I hope not. We got ground to cover. You're the one that wanted to go find a freaking airship. <laughs> because we have ground to cover. Oh my lord. And I and I abandoned that plan when it was revealed to be the fever dream of a madman. I'm. <laughs> I e <I>, you. <laughs> Let's not point fingers. I'm not uh, pointing fingers. All right, so we do the, what we just said. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ildov disguises herself as Alanis. Ooh. Okay, Onyx so you sexy. Uh, sexy, you make your horse sexy slink. Yep. Um, and uh, you're on a horse. Olash, you're on a horse as well. Okay, so you took... So here's the question. There were three horses in the stable. Oh, no. We're taking all three. So you hitch one up to the wagon? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so you uh, choose two of the horses, you bit and bridle them and everything and, and saddle them up uh, and head out. And it's somewhat slow going. The The streets aren't really made for like, you know, the streets are, are far more pedestrian focused than they are for, for large vehicles. Uh, but you make it through, you make it through to the temple itself. Roll perception checks. 19. 9. 18. 19, 9, 13, and 8. So Cassian and Olash, you both see a, this time, far more brazenly than before, not the wisp of a purple robe going around a corner, but you see a purple robed individual standing in a uh, in a darkened doorway. Uh are there a lot of other people around? Like, like how crowded is the street right now? I mean, it's 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 heavy into dinner time ish right now. So there are certainly people around, uh, either getting off from work and going to grab food, or you know, heading from home just to dinner, or you know, whatever reason they might be out. But it's not necessarily rush hour, but it's not abandoned either. How close are they to us? Uh, it's just one, and he's about uh, probably about. 40 feet away. Your play. I haven't seen this. I don't know. Oh, I'm the only one who saw? You and Olash are the only two that saw. Yeah, and you haven't said anything yet. So. Okay, I'm going to sort of say to the group, like, don't look now, but we're being watched by another one of those purple robes. About 40 feet off in whatever <clears throat> direction. How, where, where are they relative to us? Uh, 40 feet sort of ahead and, and to the right from okay. where you from the direction you guys are heading. How close are you getting? Because remember, you're all on different modes of transportation right now. Oh, right. I'm going to sort of, you know, casually walk daybreak over closer to, to the other two. Are you guys near each other? I'm right. I'm the wagon. So he's on the wagon. They're each on a different horse. Okay. Um, well, I'll I'll go let Yarfik know, and then uh, and then over to to Ildov. Okay. But we're still um, continuing as we're going along. Yeah, and uh, and then I ask Ildov to kind of like relay our our thoughts to each other. Um, I, I'm I'm gonna say like, what do you guys think? I don't want to get in a, a fight necessarily right now in the middle of the city, but I might possibly be able to put him to sleep. But then I don't know if we can bundle him into the wagon without being noticed. Probably not. Okay. The best to leave it alone at this point. We have to deliver this to the to the temple. I'm just I'm just worried that the wagon might get ambushed while we're at the temple. It's a risk we're gonna have to take unless we take this outside the city and then come back to the temple. All right. The That's... road figure is now walked out of the doorway and is walking down the street. Away from Tor- us. Yeah. Away from you. Away okay. from us. I say I say let him go. Yeah. I mean, in the same direction that you're traveling. 
Okay. Well, I guess we just we keep traveling on our regular way. This um, is awkward. <laughs> <laughs> um, let me know if we catch up to them and get close within thirty feet. Okay. I'll be watching for that. Do you want to try and like ride out ahead a little bit? To, I'm to in the wagon. It's going to be hard to oh, do right. that, so I'm, I'm not going to do it in the wagon. But okay. Just, I'll, we'll, we'll, I have an idea. All right. Maybe we should, I guess, keep the wagon right up close near the temple so that we can be just ready to go and and ready to defend it if it well, gets I'll stay outside yeah, with the wagon. Yeah. So, so the two of in. you will stay with the wagon and Yarfik yeah. and I will go into the temple. Okay. Sure. So as you uh, continue going along, you uh, you approach the temple before you you get too close to uh, that figure. So you uh, pull up in front, park, put the brake on. Yeah, put on your parking <laughs> brake, put the club on the wheel. Uh, you know, we're feeling your way. Clubbing on the reins. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just clubbing up Beatrice and, and Claude together. Just. Uh, and um, so Yildov and Olash are staying outside to guard everything, and then the boys are going inside. Yeah, I guess so. Mm-mm. Boys time. Yeah, we need we need a little guy time. Yarfik and I don't don't get very much of no, that. No, the last time we had it, I burned a room down, so. Yeah, <laughs> that might have something to do with why, why we don't <laughs> hang so much anymore. All right. <laughs> So yeah, we go into the temple and try to find the same elder that we talked to last time. You go in, I find her easily enough. She's there, she says, oh, hello, what um, what can I do for you? Elder, first off, thank you again for trying to set up a meeting between us and the, and the uh, Gulric, the mm-hmm. Tuop. We were uh, going past his place of residence and thinking maybe we could stop in as well, you know, if he's open to that, and we heard a, a loud ruckus coming from the, his building. So uh, all of us were together. We rushed in to see what was wrong. We couldn't see what was going on, but we found the book just there mm-hmm. in the middle of somewhere, lying out. And we had our friend come and, and who, as we ta- told you last time, does not know how to read. She translated it down and we took a look at it. What? No, we oh, have yeah. the copy for them. She copied it out, uh, you know, the shapes on the page. And Roll so deception. Okay. The beginning of this was a lie. <laughs> <laughs> it was. I'm just trying to remember where my deception is. I never use it. Uh, 14. Um, we wanted you to take a look at this. It's. We feel that there's something bad very co- much coming in within the next five days. Uh, f- five days? or Yes, the prophecy. What, what? The book contains a prophecy. This this Tome of the Deep Wrath, it's the same book, you know, that, that drove Brother Degron mad. And uh, it warns of a terrible cataclysm, the start of a massive war uh, brought on by a bastard child of the gods that will be awakening on this coming in Paramast. And that Ajia's tear is one of the only ways that we can destroy it. We believe it will be awakening here in this city. And that's actually appears to be why the Tempered Steel set up shop here. Look, I understand that you felt slighted when I entrusted the book to Gulric, but that is no excuse for breaking into his home. We didn't break into his home. Son, I know a lie when I hear one. Listen, there's no easy way to say this, but Gorik Tatuap is not the person that you think he is. And neither are we. He has been cultivating the facade of a... Well, he's been acting the part and, and convincingly playing the part of just a, a do-gooder. Someone who wants to give back to the community all of that jazz. The truth is, he is enthralled to this power, this force of evil, and has been working to bring about its awakening. If you, well, if the city guard searches his house, uh, they will find a secret chamber below his study, uh, open, the door to which is opened by uh, pulling a particular book on the bookshelf, and a chamber of horrors, frankly, beneath, uh, where he has been, he and his minions have been 
sacrificing innocent souls to this thing. We came upon them. 20. Not natural. Okay. If nothing else, what we've brought you is true. And there are people that are going to suffer here if they are here when this thing rises. We brought it to you, brought it to you because you can help us get people out of this city, get them away from the carnage that is being brought on by the twerp mm-hmm. and his followers. We're, we're no one in this town, but you are a respected religious organization. If you alert the city guard, they will, they will take it seriously, and I implore you to do so. I you, may could, have, you have the potential to save countless lives. I may have lied at the beginning of this, but all I want to do is protect the innocent from something they do not deserve to deal with. And you look in my eyes and see this. I am not a person that would lie about that. What you both say is difficult to hear. I... (sighs) Take your feelings for whatever Gulrick was and put them aside. Think of the people in this city. The people that believe that Ajia can help them and save them. If nothing else, read read this transcription and alert the city guards. That's all we this, ask. This city, I can, I can promise you, terrible things are coming to this town, and the fewer people that are around to see it, the more lives we, we see. We are running to try to... You say this sacrificial chamber under Gulric's home. With a mirror, with an eye, directly like that one well, in it, well, staring the, at the us. Eye, the eye left the mirror. That I was did. something he was communicating he with was magically. talking to it. But, yeah, I mean, there's, it's still strewn with the corpses of his victims. I'm not saying that I do or don't believe you. I know it's a hard hard to swallow. We're not asking you to believe us. We're asking you to read this and take the precaution. But I... I will call in a favor. At least have the guard check in and see if they can corroborate some of this quite, quite frankly r- ridiculous... That's all we can ask of you. Many, many thanks. We would ask if it wasn't very imperative it needed to be done. And seriously, uh, take, a, take a look through this, this transcription, um, if only to have some preparation for what's upon you. Oh, uh, by the way, just uh, as one, one side detail, whatever's coming will be coming from below, from the sewers, or below the sewers. Because we have noticed people that... We're in purple robes coming in and out of the sewers the last couple days. It's likely to involve fire. Are, are you both sure you didn't just read the book again? Very much so. Absolutely. We wouldn't I dare feel do like that. That's what someone who read the book would say. Well, our experience with the book has been that people who read it tend to get very different insanities. You saw it's what happened to me last time. It's very unlikely that we would have the same delusion. But uh-huh. in in either case, the city guard will find the chamber we speak of. They, it's. It can be confirmed. Perhaps I read the book. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can't live she your whole life that. wondering. Yeah, she does does All right, well, put it. Okay. All right, and this now, is... if you don't mind, we have very important things, urgent things to do. You're just uh, fine. We we think we may know of a way to st- stop the worst of this, um, and we're. We're going to locate it now. Oh, actually, great. This is a great. This is a great time to ask. I don't know why I didn't think of this earlier in the conversation. Have you ever heard of something called uh, a Gia's tear or uh, the 
Was it the blinding light? The, the blinding blade. The blinding blade? Are there any legends of such a thing? Aja's tear, there's... I mean, there's the story of how in a moment of great sadness she cried and caught all of her tears save one and it fell to the the ground and supposedly it lies somewhere in the mountains. Is there, are there any rumors as to where in the mountains? Uh, I, I, if the, the stories are to be believed, and I mean, obviously we all know that the gods are real, they do exist, but even some of this stuff seems to be far-fetched. It, it says that it's in a, in, in a thicket that, uh, of some kind, which I, I don't know if that narrows it down at all, but it, it if does... I, if I remember correctly, it's a thicket that is not supposed to be there. Uh, yes, in, in a thicket that should not be, is, is how it's always written. Uh, so some, somewhere incongruous to its surroundings, I suppose. Um, well, thank you. Um, if you read through this, you'll see that uh, Aegeus Tear figures heavily into this, uh, this prophecy. We're attempting to retrieve it because it's said to be the one thing that can stand against what's coming. Hmm. Interesting. Well, we won't waste any more of your time. I mean, well, we're not wasting your time, but we won't take up any more of your time because you have a lot to do, we have a lot to do. Thank you for hearing us out and for agreeing to sound the alarm. That's truly all we can ask. Better to take the precaution in case anything happens. And uh, I'm going to start heading away. Sort of stands there, just holding this transcribed tome, not opening it, not looking up. We head back to the wagon. I kind of slink back to the wagon. Yeah. You sexy slink. White sexy slink. <laughs> Don't take Alanis's thing. I'm just practicing. <laughs> I see a lot of it. It's all she has. So you slink back to the wagon. Are you guys just gonna make your way out of the city? Um, Do you have other a, stops to make? I'm or? leaving a gold in the in the collection uh, box on the way out. There's nothing else I want to do. Uh, do we need any supplies? You got plenty of food. I was thinking, like, healing, but we can't get healing potions, because Hamish is dead. Um, I think we're on our own. guess it's, we gotta go. Do you want to leave a note for Kathak? I... Does she want to leave a note? You know what? I don't know. My philosophy is always leave them wanting more. (laughs) Keep them guessing. Until they die. (laughs) I forgot about that. I'm not gonna lie. So you... Set off, you're having this sort of conversation between yourselves as you are, are going through the streets. Um, and you pass from the growth, excuse me, uh, you pass from the growth into the forge, uh, setting off to leave through the same gate that you had, you had entered through originally several days ago. Roll uh, perception checks, everybody. 22. 19. 19. Uh, 17. 9. You don't see any, any purple robed figures uh, on, on this route, but you do, Cassian, you're, you're actually the only one who notices this, you see Kathak going into a uh, one of the forges. Because oh, he likes to watch. He likes to watch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I guess, do you want to real quick, um, you, just you can, you I can think say just goodbye. Sure. I think I think okay. Ola should go. Ask him if he found an airship. <laughs> For me. Don't <laughs> ask at all. Just no, do you. No, you should ask. Get him to like, get out of the city. Yeah. Okay. I, I ask for so little. Just, Cassian, just riches Cassian. and a ton of sex and a sweet-ass airship. Cassian, let the woman be. <laughs> so if you can just, if, if you can work it into Cassian. the conversation naturally. If it comes up organic, Cassian. you know. All right, all right, all right. And, and go get him, Tiger. 
You want to give a bardic inspiration for this? Ooh, yes, yes I do. <laughs> that's what your that's what Go Get Him Tiger was. Yeah, yeah. That's, there's that. You can add that to any roll you make. <laughs> roll for love. Hey, any roll. <laughs> so shagging wagon. <laughs> um, you guys, I'm assuming you all park. You don't oh, just yeah. like keep going. <laughs> yeah. So you all stop. Uh, you hand the reins of your horse over to Ildov and and dismount and get down. You go. You go inside. You enter the forge and it's uh, it's hot inside. Obviously, it's a forge. Um, and you can see. <laughs> And you can see uh, that there is a, uh, a dwarf in there who's who's hard at work forging something. He's, he's uh, using a hammer on an, um, some piece of metal on an anvil. You're not entirely sure what he's uh, he's making, but he's, he's you know pounding it into some shape. And Kathak is standing there. He's got his his maul is in front of him uh, with like the head of it on the ground. He's just sort of resting his hands on the pommel and just sort of staring into this this pool of molten metal just sort of like watching it sort of bubble in the heat and he, he's not he's not looking in your direction so okay i i walk up and i say hey 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 what's what's up how's it going and he's sort of with a start it's just like what oh um <laughs> hi 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 um how how are you I'm uh, I'm good. We we were just uh, we just passing by, and we saw you come in here, and I thought I'd just come ask about uh, airship. That airship. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. If you, if you had any luck with that airship, no. <laughs> that I could ask oh, you about. Uh, um, I don't even know what that is. <laughs> no, no, it's uh, it's fine. It's fine. Looking around, and I mean, the only thing I could find was there's like. There's a, a, a wyvern nest up north, but like you'd have to like you'd have to like go in and like domesticate them. <laughs> I don't know. It sounds like it's not really hard. Oh man! And it's just so it was just so out of the blue. You know, like can I can I just be honest with you for a second? Of course. Thank you so much, first of all. But it's just like. Oh God, he's just been so weird lately. <laughs> I mean, he asked you to move a dresser. I'm not saying that you can't do it. Uh, obviously, you can. You're very strong. It's just like, oh God. I mean, like he like, he used to ask me to do that stuff. <laughs> oh, that man. was our thing. <laughs> I was furniture guy. And then all of a sudden, he was like, he was nice to me. Is he not usually nice to you? Well, it's just not like that nice. It was, yeah, it's just, it was weird. It threw me off my game. <sighs> How well do you know him? What do you mean? Like, like, do you know what he's all about, or do you just, like, work for him? Well, I mean, I I mean, I know, I mean, I feel like the answer is both. Like, I, I work for him, and I know what he's all about because of that. Like, you, but do you, <laughs> <laughs> but do you know what he's, like, really all about? Well, I mean, I know he does some, you know, there's there's like a lot of shady shit that goes on, you know, I've, I've done my fair share of it in, in service for him, but, I mean, it's not that bad. Okay, you might want to just, like, leave town. I don't... <laughs> what? Just, just take a vacation. <laughs> just, uh... I mean, he did say that I'd be getting, like, 
five days off. Yeah, you know what? Actually, I just talked to him earlier, and he was saying that he wanted to give you, like, two weeks. Like, you should just, <laughs> you should just get out of here. Just go, go do something you've always wanted to do. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, that sounds great, but I gotta go talk to him for a second and tell him about these wives. No, 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 no. You know what? Now that I, he wasn't, he told me to tell you. <laughs> Roll persuasion. <laughs> and I can use my bardic You can, use your oh, yeah. Yeah. You can wait until after you see what you roll on okay. the yeah. Um, persuasion. I'm gonna. I'm gonna use it. <laughs> that was so dramatic. Uh, 16. 16. Uh, he goes, oh, I mean. He did ask you to move his dresser, so... <laughs> <laughs> so obviously you're tight. So it's, I mean, it's reasonable that you could have talked to... Really? Did, did he say anything else? That you've, you've been doing a great job, and... Uh, really? He said that? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, hey, what are you doing right now? <laughs> oh. oh, man. Bring it with like, I actually was just a, I have, I got places I need, I have somewhere I gotta go. You wanna come with us? We gotta go out of town for a bit. You wanna hang out? But you're just, what, you're, you're just, I mean, I, how long are we gonna be gone? I only have two weeks off. Don't, don't worry, it'll be exactly two weeks <laughs> <laughs> That's an Olash Mershuk's guarantee. <laughs> da, da, da. <laughs> you know, no, I'm not... I'm not usually this um, <laughs> spontaneous, but uh, <laughs> you know, I guess it. Uh, we do have a horse. Hey, the world could end tomorrow. You know, Didn't you only we live once. Grab an extra horse. Yeah, we did. <laughs> <laughs> but um, we also have Dolrek at the back of the wagon. Yeah, we'll, we'll deal with that when we deal with it. You know what? Yeah, yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> I'll do it. Yes. It could be fun. I mean, hey, what what's the worst thing that could happen? <laughs> And that's where we'll end this episode. <laughs> can that be the title of this episode? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening. You can follow us on all the things at IWVTCast, and you can hear the other great podcasts from Puma Knife at TeamPumaKnife.com. Did you know that you can listen to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, the Mono Room Gaming Radio, and directly at TeamPumaKnife.com? Did you also know that you can review the show on several of those platforms? Did you also also know that reviews are super helpful to us and super easy for you to provide? We hope your answer is yes. While you're logged on to the old information superhighway, you should check out patreon.com slash IWVTCast. There's a whole bunch of stuff we'd like to do, and we need your help to do it. So contribute to the effort and get some cool rewards in return, like an on-podcast shout-out or an extra weekly podcast. All the music on this episode of Improvised Weapons was written and recorded by Adam Rabin. You can check out all of his work at iMadeItUp.com. Tune in next time as the party finally hits the road with their captives and Kathak in tow. I mean, what's the worst that could happen? We'll see you on the next episode of Improvised Weapons.
This has been a Puma Knife production.